I'll set it off. Um, I, I think we. I want to kind of just go right off into the first topic that we have on the Ooh. list, which is uh, surprising cards. I was kind of thinking about this one for throughout the week. Obviously, we've, we've been all playtesting and building and trying to come up with our own sauce. Right, right. Um, so for me, personally, I think one of the more surprising cards for OP2 is the green Nico Robin film Ooh, card. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, personally, I've been having a lot of fun with it. It's opened up a lot of options. In case you don't know or aren't familiar with the card, it allows you on play to play a two-drop uh, film or straw hat character. Um, so there's a whole bunch of options. And on top of that, I'm using it in the green, red law deck. So uh, it's opened up cool avenues such as using some of the film cards from the promo packs that we've gotten, such as the film Bartow, which is a two-drop blocker. Again, nice free drop right there. Extra blockers in the deck, which is really great. Um, it's actually even opened up uh, going back to set one and the two drop Luffy, you know, Ooh. which is, again, it's not one of the strongest cards because, you know, for the two drop cost, but getting to play it out for free mm -hmm. um, and then still getting the free swing while still dropping, you know, characters on board to do law things is a uh, nice, you know, resource gain. So um, just putting that card back into your option pool. Yeah, I, right, think, right. I think it's interesting as well, because as a law player myself. Uh, my opening move always, if I have the brook, is like, hopefully I'm going first. Mm -hmm. Turn two, I'm just going to brook and put the two on law so I can just get a first big swing. Right. I might right. even put that last down there if I don't have any more one drops. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But to think of like, well, I could add more bodies if I just Nico Robin into the brooks. Right, right. And then swing for seven still. And now I'm I'm a little bit closer to my five full board. Yeah. So there's just so many things you could do with it. Plus the blocker, it's cool to get a blocker. Like, like, uh, like I said, it's a... It's Nico a, Robin is a good card. It's like why I liked Gecko Moria last set in all of the Blurple builds I tried is because like instead of playing like a blocker, you could play Gecko Moria for four, who's like a five K, and he picks up like a law. And if you know you're only spending five, but you get a blocker and then a separate guy who can attack. Right. And it's the same thing. It's just or like, the two K Mihawk. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Counter. Or a counter. Uh, so it's pretty sweet. I, I definitely, I. Figured it'd be good, but seeing it in action, it's like even better than I thought it'd be. So, Heck yeah. solid pick. Going back to the whole Nico Robin stuff, play tested against your deck, and turn one, you usually slam down a one cost blocker. Turn two, you get Robin out and Bartow, and you already have like an insane defense ready to go. Ready to go. And you're like more than halfway to having your build, your board filled out for, for law. So, it's been a struggle right. <laughs> dealing with that. But it's it's very good. Yeah, it seems really good at rebuilding too. Like if they do have like, you know, something like Kaido or King or like just if you have to attack and they clear your board, it's a really easy way to get back to five. If mm -hmm. you're like, maybe you play the, the Luffy, like the seven drop Luffy to play the Robin to play something, and all of a sudden like your board's full again. Right. Yeah. And you can add. Drop. Yeah, yeah. It's so crazy. I was thinking about too. Like I haven't tried it myself, but with the uh, seven drop Luffy because he also grabs film. Right. Right. He he plays film or Straw Hat as well. And you have four drop film cards like uh, Uta from Ooh. from the red Uta from set one yeah, that right, can grab right. a red card. Okay. So like you think you can grab if, if you're losing Ooh. resources, especially if you got like Zoro. Say you got like two Zoros on the board, they just cuddled it. Like you can Luffy to the Uta and get that Zoro back, and you still have three Don. That's really you're at ten, point, yeah. You know? So you can Same. Zoro again, and now you got the seven drop Luffy blocker up there. So that's also something interesting to think about. I think the film the film package is, is being slept on. So. I've definitely been having fun with it. I've got one uh, seven, seven drop Luffy in mine right now. It's obviously uh, situational, yeah, but yeah. 
um you know I'm, i've been trying to find out other ways to kind of use it you know like i said the obviously the best case scenario is for purple you know like you said you get wiped out then you drop it you got three characters on board again which is awesome you're right there to basically mm -hmm. um shambles again mm -hmm. um even with 10 don you can basically do it right there on that turn right um if you've actually still got one or two you know characters on board you can still technically drop it and again because it's a four drop or less uh straw hat or film character you can still technically drop the rush zoro so okay. get another free swing Ooh, that's not bad mm -hmm. yeah. and then go right back into the shambles yeah. um so yeah it's definitely not bad uh i'm interested i'm i'm i, I wish wishful thinking but i would love to see like on a live um uh tournament or regionals or someone that's uh got the table ones on the on the screen i would love to see somebody 10 drop kaido a law player mm -hmm. and then they just drop the luffy brooks yeah <laughs> four cards in one turn like, okay yeah <laughs> i would love to see that i mean wishful thinking because you know Loves. but that would make me a very happy yeah. person if they have like the six exact cards they need. <laughs> the six exact cards sick. they need. That would be so sick. Statistically, at some point, that's it like Yu-Gi-Oh heart yeah, of the cards yeah. right there. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you ten drop me. That's what I was waiting oh, for. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, and then they just play four cards like a little chopper, and then activate and put like whatever the best card they could think of. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, like the best part about it is because here's the pros and the cons. The best part about it is that the seven drop is a blocker himself, so you get to avoid right, right. things like the shanks. Um, and then you get to slam down again, like an offensive card, like the Nico itself, and then another blocker, right? So mm -hmm. you get two more blockers, and hopefully you've got stuff in your hand to kind of play defense and give yourself another turn. The con that I've been thinking about is it's still seven Don, but right. you've got so many, you know, two drops and one drops in your hand for that same, you know, amount. You can basically fill the really board anyways, and then right. get to shambling anyway. So yeah, that... again, very situational, but still awesome when you get to drop them, and then like, <laughs> like Eddie said, your your opponent. You no, know, like, another sleeper film card i think is the film law because i'm just thinking mm -hmm. about it in my head now like say you wanted to nico and zoro on the same turn but you don't have six down yet like if you nico into uh the film law for one more don you switch him out for the zoro oh is that i did not know because you switch him out for any three drop right, right, it's, right it's not restricted okay so for four don you get a nico that swings next mm -hmm. turn and a zoro this turn that's not bad I mean, it's like a little sleeper. Yeah. And you know, I love laws. Man. True. As many laws as you can put in a deck, yeah. why not? Right. <laughs> you know, I, I didn't really think about it before, but your range of like cost for blockers in that deck and how it gets over different removal is kind of crazy because you have a one drop. What is Barto? Two? Uh, he's a two drop with 3K. Yeah. And then you have Law, which is five. Yep. And now luffy which is seven so like you right. have a really good right right good uh coverage it's like worried about you know jet pistol i got luffy you know yep. worried about uh you know shanks i have law and luffy mm -hmm. where, you know it's mm -hmm. it's interesting yeah never never thought about that too hard before another 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 takeaway from this set so far has been the five drop magellan i think Ooh. that that card is Ooh. really good yeah Ooh. yeah yeah that card is scary yeah. that is interesting too because like we both play the card but mm -hmm. in like different decks yes. i would say so yeah. i have been loving it yeah no it's, it's been great and i just switched it into my blurple kaido mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it's definitely a cool like turn three card right right assuming only kashima's on the field yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is when he's the best and we've talked about it a couple of times off the pod but like he is so good if you go turn one whatever turn two onigashima turn three magellan and it sets them back a lot but i feel so bad drawing that card when they have 10 oh, yeah. i'm just looking at yeah, him like, like i guess fuck. it's a six it's, it's not like he's but gonna counter there's like. nothing worse though than 
because this because John did this to me. Yeah. <laughs> it was John or Keith. I think they both did it to me. Honestly, <laughs> but it was turn one with, with John specifically. Turn yeah. one, turn two, only Gashima. Yep. Turn three, Magellan. I'm like, cool, okay. Mm-hmm. Turn four, Magellan. another fucking Magellan. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, bro, yeah. give me a chance here because right. now I gotta start killing you. Now you got two big right. bodies on the right. field. Like I can't. And that was but, the thing. Like, and you're you playing with two Don now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you just killed my Don, and then you just. Two two Magellans on the field, and then you drop a ten drop. You swing with them, and then drop ten drop Kaido. Yeah. So now we're both going back down because I'm losing four. Uh, no, it's actually only on their turn. Yes. Oh, so I when know. he dies, it doesn't. I think yeah, the only thing is like so yeah, yeah. either that deck like you've got to somehow fit like Onigashima in there, or right, I right. wish they would have gave like an impel down version of Onigashima yeah. that like synergized with the deck because. Yeah. Yeah. Then I think that deck probably becomes yeah. Like, well, it, it's too much because I don't think yeah. I don't think Magellan the leader needs Onigashima because you nah. have cards like the Jailer Beast, yeah, those cards say, that getting you that Don back. They get to play Sadie and have it actually be a card that does things. Yeah, whereas, no, like, that's true. That's you know, true. But like in terms of like just like broken it or like a oh, tier one, wild. like yeah, like yeah, you know yeah, what I mean, re- like tier zero. Like, yeah. yeah, the amount of times that that uh, Keith is a uh, little Sadie into Minotaur mm-hmm. on oh, yeah. turn two. That's that's yeah. the hand to mulligan for it. Pressure, I'm just like, bro, double yeah. attack. <laughs> the, one of the last games that you and I played against each other, right? I was able to do that turn two and then turn three, just load up five Dawn onto Minotaur and swing for ten. <laughs> double strike. You know what I'll say? It, like that deck is a great like gatekeeper deck. In yes. the sense of okay. if you're if you're a slower deck that needs Dawn to do things, you're right. never gonna get yep. it. Yeah. Like playing against uh Smoker. Right. Uh, you know, getting keeping Kuzan at bay, keeping Whitebeard at bay. Yeah, because that's it. Once that Whitebeard while. hits the board, it's like uh, Which yep. is actually an interesting point because now that I'm thinking about it, all the best decks are fast decks. Right. Mm-hmm. Especially now we were just watching at some tournaments talking about it. Uh Kinemon, I wouldn't I don't know, like I would call it a fast deck, like Zoro or Law, you know, or you know, kind of but are. It definitely but... does have early pressure yeah, with yeah, yeah. turn one Okiku. Right. Turn yeah. one Okiku is just too much pressure. Like you know, I I both love and fear Okiku yeah. as a green player. <laughs> you know, it's great when when it's on your side and you've got three of them to drop back to back to back. Don't listen to them. <laughs> <laughs> but how do you? How would you guys feel about like a ban or or a restriction to Okiku? Like 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 I would, we were like literally saying. It's yeah. funny because be, before you came in, we were talking about yeah. it, and I was like, "Yo, I feel like Okiku could definitely not ban. You don't have to yeah, add definitely the ban, not, not a ban, but I definitely think it could get restricted to like yo, I, one of those in your deck. Like I, th- I think restricted to two is pretty fair. It's just so fair. much like it's especially crazy. if like you go second, if if you're playing green and they're going second and they happen to have two because mm-hmm. uh kinemon is like one or less mm-hmm. right so you play one gokiku well it's not it's once per turn yeah but yeah. still it's just like you know that that's coming next turn right. so now you're just gonna swing with that six which is like now i have to have the 2k counter you're resting some shit but then you're probably gonna swing over whatever you rested mm-hmm. and it's resting five or less like, five Okiku, or less that's what kills, that's yeah, what kills it. yeah. it's such a like high ceiling we played against i played against nick so many times and he's been playing okiku and i was so mad the first time i played a queen or like, yep. i was looking at queen and i was like this doesn't even do anything it dies like to okiku and then the leader like yeah. That's my biggest blocker in this deck, too. Like, what the right. heck am I supposed to do? Yeah, as a law player, all of my cards are... Oh, my right. highest card is five drops. I've been having <laughs> so much fun yeah, with, with my law deck, and I'm mm-hmm. just like, the second I, I see <laughs> uh, the Okiku, like, I know it's going to be over. Exactly. It's over. I'm like, oh, here goes the game. And it's yeah. so just like, you know, she's perfectly statted and everything, too, where, like, she is attacking the leader and forces them at least to have a 2K counter mm-hmm. and then puts so much pressure on the board while your leader gets to clean up. It's like so hard to come back. You, you, it's so hard to control the board, and then God forbid, like I, I've done, played Nick so many times where I'm just like, all right, 
I'm gonna throw like four Don on my leader and attack Okiku, and he'll just counters out counter. He'll just have it. Be like, oh, Izo, Izo, scratch, man. Uh, yeah, no problem. And that's and, the other worst yeah. part. You have to like set yourself back so much to try to like take yeah care of it. Like you yeah. know what I mean. Like like I myself, I'm gonna drop the uh, the Izo right. Mm. Like it's it's a three drop. I had to waste three dawn. I'm gonna. That means I probably only have one or two dawn to swing over yeah, the. That's really a two K counter. counter out. They, yeah. they most definitely probably got like a two K yeah. counter. Yeah, counter out. You know, so, so it's just like. Going, but what do you do? Like ignore the Okiku? You know. Right. Yeah, because I mean? so, you leave that alone. You just gotta like. <laughs> you just gotta hope you win second and have a Jeff. Yeah. So you know. That's the worst part, right? Because like best case scenario, you do kill her. You're still behind because you had to put a bunch yeah. of dawn onto your leader to attack to try and even it out. You're not advancing the board state at all. It's just neutral. And then your opponent gets to start. Again, drop yeah. it for two. Right. Again. Like, drop it and again then for worst two, case scenario, you load up your leader or whatever, and they counter, you're done. They're, the thing that so kills me, behind. too, with Okiku and why I wouldn't mind it being restricted. Shot, no hate on Okiku, though, because that's such a good card. But mm-hmm. now you also have Odin. I, I KO Odin. Oh. And now you bring in oh. Okiko out from yeah. your deck? Yeah. I. <laughs> <laughs> what? That, that's, that's so I killed too. your Odin to deal with an Okiko now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, that, that's the worst part with Kinemon too, because like you could really control his board, get his board down, and then his effect will affect Odin. If he has an right, Odin in right. hand, you get an Odin out cheaper, and then you have to deal with the Odin, yeah. and then Okiko yeah, yeah, comes yeah. out. It's just like you're like, always fighting I'm, an uphill I'm battle. Holding, yeah, I'm holding Otama Jet Pistol. Yes. I'm like the whole game to deal with the card, and then... My reward is they get like <laughs> Okiku from the deck. It's, you it's like just so have to tough. hope that like all the Okikos are in life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, well, your only reward is that like they didn't get to go off and right. swing twice. With yeah, Odin. yeah, like yeah. that's your only reward, really. Yeah, but it's still like it. It is a reward. You want to stop Odin swinging twice, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it's also like. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, stop like, that, like, but now I, like gotta deal with, now I got to deal with Okiku. Exactly. It's, it's, just it's, like, yeah. it's like Magellan. I, mean, he's like, it's like, I need to kill Magellan, but I don't have two Don to spare. Yeah, like, yeah. I need all of this Don. <laughs> Interesting. Dang. But speaking of restrictions and bans, Ooh, how do you okay. guys feel about the new ban list? It's kind of interesting. It's only active in Japan, yeah, but I'm yeah. sure once we get to set three. I definitely don't know enough about the set three meta to really talk about the... What is it, Moby Dick? Getting, it's Moby getting, Dick. It's and, completely uh, banned, right? Completely banned. And um, Moji. Moji. And I get the I get the Moby Dick because Moby Dick now. Oh, it's, it's a terrible card to deal with. Yeah. So I can only imagine Whitebeard getting stronger next set, and then having to deal with Moby Dick. Yep. Because it's not that hard for them to get to one less life. Yeah. Their whole yeah, deck yeah. is doing that. Yeah. And if I learn anything, this <laughs> this about play testing and early early uh, locals. You don't want them there. No, no. They're, they, they're willingly like you don't even want to attack them. They're willing. They're waiting to get there so yeah. they can start playing radical beams. And yeah. They're just yeah. loading up their hands. So when you're finally ready to attack, it's just like okay, radical beam, a yeah, guard oh, point. Right. Marco's you know? still alive. Marco's still yeah. up here. <laughs> and that, that oh man, that deck is very frustrating because I, I we talked about it again before. But when I read that card, I was like, oh, this will be a very interesting deck, I think. And then when I saw it being played, I was like, this is not interesting. This is terrible. <laughs> it's just turned into this like mono red control deck where it just have like, you know, who knows how many cards in their hand, all of this Don. And they don't really need to put too much pressure on you because they're already swinging for six base. They could throw yep. a couple of Don on Whitebeard and all of a sudden you're like, oh, that's yeah, like a Kaido. I think for Whitebeard, for me as a law player, because I'm not yeah. too scared of them getting to the zero life and having all those radical beings right, and just right. i'm just i just got to keep attacking and hoping that i'm safe sure but the thing is i have to swing for six each right time. right and that wasting don to get my characters to six yeah 
it's just like uh, it's limiting my plays or limiting the amount of times I'm oh, gonna yeah, attack. Yeah. It makes cards like Sunny really bad. Yeah. You know, like that card is already like decent, but like when it goes from having to attach one little Don on Sunny and one from the Zoro to attaching two, two on a Sunny and one, and yeah, all of a sudden it's like not that great. And that's <laughs> just to match. And like you know, they have twenty cards in their hand. Yeah, they're ready they to counter. They definitely have like, counters. It's yeah. just like that's really, that's the thing. It's six k just to match. Right. Yeah, like right. now, when you're doing seven k just to battle out the seven the two k counter, mm -hmm. nah, you need eight k now. Yeah, because exactly. that two k counter brings them to eight, and that's always their leader is just mm -hmm. at six. It's a cool effect, though. I do like that they got. It's a an interesting crazy. game style, and I think yeah. it's so. I think if I think it's cool because it fits white beards like fighting style. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think it's like an interesting. It's a definitely an interesting format, uh, uh, or what's what would I call that technique? Yeah, technique yeah. card design, yeah, card yeah, design, yeah. yeah. But it's definitely <laughs> annoying to play against. But <laughs> and it's kind of crazy. It's, but it's it's not like it's 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 not like it's a it's the worst deck to play against. No, no, no not at all. I wouldn't say it's the worst deck to play against. I think it's just the most like frustrating. Frustrating. <laughs> yeah. It, it disrupts your rhythm. Like For every sure, other yeah. other other like style so far in a way like you kind of can play most of your play style. It's like one of the first decks really that like you kind of know, oh, I've mm. got to do something completely different. Yes, like for all yeah. like all the Digimon players out there, it's kind of like your first time playing against yellow. Right, it's like, right. You know, you were learning in a sense when you play all the other colors. Hey, just swing as quickly as you can. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then like against yellow, like that was like the first time you kind of learned like this strategy of hey, don't swing until like you know you've got like lethal. You know, mm -hmm. you got five swings on the board and then go for it. If not, mm -hmm. they're just gonna keep on recovering. You know, so I think it's like the first time in a way like us as One Piece, we're, we're seeing a deck where disrupts your your natural play style and you right. have to kind of do th things out of the ordinary you know yeah. for a law player yeah. that might mean not trying to do the shambles play really because se six or seven swings at 5k or 6k doesn't do it anymore mm -hmm. right so maybe you need to just load up all those dons into the sunny mm -hmm. and you know chip away that way or you know it's, get them to that last life and then drop unblockable luffy do right, something right. you know what i mean like just mix it up and i think that's it you gotta get them to that last light yeah, to yeah. get them to that all those cards in their hand is gone and then drop mm -hmm. that unblock fuck your marco yeah right. i mean we actually uh you know kind of cool segue we just watched it happen uh while we were watching the ppg regionals oh yeah up. let's go and magellan yeah magellan, magellan. magellan. Over top cup yeah, yeah. white beard they didn't win the kinemon yes. won the regionals yes. yeah which was a kinemon versus kinemon mirror right to right. be expected but of course I do I do respect to the to the Magellan player and it was so yeah, it was so dope to watch and it was and I really just like for me Uta I feel like yeah. knowing when to play it cuz whenever like I played Uta they for the most part they're killing it right away yeah they I, don't I don't think I ever had yeah so Uta it's like stick around yeah ever. so but watching him I think that's the play like late game Uta yeah. mm -hmm. because he played two Utas at the end when they both had no life and and uh, Whitebeard had two, two Marcos. Marcos yep. So when it was his turn to swing, he had two Marcos, an ace, and a squad. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, I can't. I, I'm swinging now. I'm risking it because you're just going to rest my Marcos. So if right. I don't kill you this yep. turn, I have no blockers next turn. So yep. the Whitebeard player opted not to swing. Yeah. And then it turned out that the Magellan player then just got to swing with the Utas. And it, be, it was because, <laughs> I think, yeah. because Whitebeard ran out of cards, it was literally just like king swings for seven, queen swings for six. A Don on each Uta, just a bunch of tiny hits mm -hmm. to force them to block, use a radical beam, et cetera, et cetera. And then it came down. Yeah, to like, and they had two cards in hand. So yeah. I think I think honestly the white beard player probably should have just tried to go 
for game at that point. Maybe you yeah. got two cards in your hand and you know what it is. Right. So right. and they have they're swinging with two Utas, yeah. a queen, uh, a, ki- king a king, and, and uh and their and their leader. Magellan, mm-hmm. yeah. But it was an interesting game to watch. For sure. Right. Definitely sure. high pressure moment and playing all day. Oh you know? yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of, I missed it unfortunately, but yeah. uh, definitely sounded like a great matchup. It was a good time. Magellan doing big boy things. We're gonna sleep yeah. on Magellan. Oh yeah, very <laughs> exciting. <laughs> Speaking of missing, oh, here's a slight bummer. Ooh. I actually got on the wait list for this uh, PPV. Oh, I didn't sad. check my email until sad. like right before I came here. Yeah, Damn. so I could have oh, made it. You in? Yeah, oh. I, I had an invite. Oh. I had an invite off the wait list. Yeah, and I didn't see it until you know. Oh, I got it's Sunday, emails. man. It's like my I gotta start checking, checking my emails, emails yeah, man. Right. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no. but uh yeah i'm like oh no but not it's, to say i wouldn't topped or anything but it just you know still just to get in there play and to get yeah. the and get the regional cards man yep. true yeah, i want yeah. that law man i want to yeah i also want to show off my, my my version of law i mean i'm sure tons of people have been play testing but i still haven't seen anyone run the film package yet to yeah. to the top anyway mm-hmm. so. actually i was just checking out uh the one piece meta like deck website and the most recent law that had topped was yeah. this Friday and the only new stuff in there. only new card was Vista. Everything oh. else was like regular OPO one law stuff. Interesting. Yeah, that's kind of how I run mine. Kind of interesting. Oh, my fault to cut you off, Eddie. But you know, I guess I kind of want to brainstorm real quick. I guess with you guys because I don't have Vista in mine. Oh. oh. Uh, so what I do have is two of the Ezos instead, which would kind of take its spot. Or mm. I was actually kind of thinking about this in a way of putting the Vistas instead of the Ezos. Now. I have the Ezos because they're 2K counters, right? right so I, right. I I like to keep them in the hand more for that. And as a secondary, oh, okay, yeah, I'll guess I'll suspend yeah, you Okiku. Ha- you do have the utility to rest still, yeah. which right? Is, which is and nice. bring it back to hand. Exactly. You can bounce them and then yep. use the counter. My after, thing with yeah. Vista, which is why I do have them in my deck at three, and, I, and I'm kind of leaning towards where Lex is, where I might even take them out. It's such a good card, especially when you're shamblings and killing out the blockers. Mm-hmm. But it also doesn't kill the big guys unless you got Otamas and everything. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And in my personal experience, with my when I'm searching with Nami, when I'm searching with Bonnery, and when I was searching with the Don, I just took the Don out of my deck. But um, when I was searching with the Don, he misses all of them. all of yeah. it. Yeah. They don't search Whitebeard, yeah. so I'm, I'm constantly sending Vista to the bottom of the deck, where it's right. just like I better get to use it, opposed to Nico. Nami gets me the Nico, mm-hmm. so I kind of maybe want to put the Nico back in because mm-hmm. yeah, they the people try to kill it, but you're wasting a resource. Right, right, right. And now next turn I get to attack with that Nico, which is probably it's, a thought. it's yeah. a thought. Yeah, and it's a four K swinger, so I usually put that one down to swing for five, opposed to Vista's three. Right, right. So when mm-hmm. I do want to swing with him, I gotta load him up with two. I don't know. I just think that there are certain points where that card is so very good, and especially in certain matchups. Yeah. God forbid you're staring down a Eustace kid, and they have two big gang beige on either side of them. <laughs> if you get to play Vista, bounce him, play him again, or something, you know, like Vista yeah. bounce, play Law, like just so you can finally attack the kid. Certain situations like that, I think that card is like invaluable in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But but there's also I like you said, point, you, yeah. if you got the easels, I'm I'm. Instead of bouncing, I'm gonna rest it. Yeah, yeah. You know, and if you and if you are running the Negamamushi still, right, right, you can just rest the blockers. But that being said, too, Vista will get rid of them. Get rid of them yes. completely, which yeah. is nice. Which is nice, but because you know they're gonna counter when you attack the kids, so you're gonna have to do it next turn too. You're gonna have mm-hmm. to. Ta- I think <laughs> it definitely comes down to like what's being played in terms of your locals and or if True. you're going into a big boy yeah. tournament. True. I think uh, it still needs some more playtesting, only because yeah. you know if you're expecting a whole bunch of red. I think Vista is the way to go. Mm-hmm, Obviously, mm-hmm. just slamming him down and, and wiping out their 1Ks or their 1Drops. Right, right. mm-hmm. 
awesome. But, you know, what happens when you start playing blue more and or purple decks where, you know yep. what I mean? Like, there 3K are, doesn't matter. Yeah, there, yeah. Are, there are some times where I find that card in Zoro to be absolutely useless. Yeah, it's just a counter in my hand at yeah. that point. There's been so many times where it's just a counter in my hand. Playing against black, playing against uh, blue, purple. Like, most of their high-end, once you, especially when you start getting late game, it's just none of them things are 3K. I need, uh, yeah. I need, I need Otamas. I need like. Right, right. The card is still though. If you can hit anything with it, good value. Right. Like, think, yeah. of, think of a card like Kobe, right? Would you say Kobe's a good card? But Kobe kills three, three play calls. No, 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 no. But what, you, Kobe's a great card. Okay, right, exactly. <laughs> but you have to play him and discard a card, and he kills some play cost guys. Three, yeah. right? Vista does. There's a huge overlap, barring any other cards like working with Kobe. Huge overlap between the cards Kobe and Vista kill. But I'm a yeah, I'm gonna tell you why Kobe is way better than Vista and I'd rather trash that card. Vista kills three. So like 3, 000, I need right. I need that Otama to kill most cards. Kobe's killing Okiku. Kobe's killing the Rush Zoro. Kobe's killing the, the Vista. Kobe's killing three play, play cost of true. three. Right. It's a lot of good cards. Okay, okay. But opposed to of Vistas, I got an Otama Vista just to kill that. Uh, yeah, yeah. To, just to kill the Okiku, that's a pain in my ass. True, true. But which is true though, like, but there is situations like you said where you want to kill those blockers, and, yeah, and yeah. it does help. But I think if I could get Nico Robin a stick and she's more searchable, I can swing yeah. kill it, right. and then. I, I think but, there's a good argument for that. But it's also if I'm playing against Green. That, that old Tama and Jet Pistols hand in my hand to that. <laughs> you already know. Yeah. Tama and Jet Pistols stay in my hand yeah. to that boy come out. Whether it's Kid or, or Odin. Or Odin, yeah, man. They're, they're staying in this hand. <laughs> <laughs> I will not be countering with this old Tama. No. I will take. I would lose the game with that old Tama in my hand. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Well, I think we, we touched on a lot of uh, good topics here, but I definitely. Uh, <laughs> we got one topic that has been talked about a lot and uh since the game started and i'm sure we have we could probably speak on it for hours but just to touch on a little bit how are y'all feeling about the wonderful product availability <laughs> for the one piece tcg oh it's God. abysmal it's so like op2 just came out and it's already hard to get cards i saw yeah. <laughs> i just like randomly on tiktok the other day like three people who were like going to walmart for one piece and it's just barren shells yep. ravaged Maybe they're lucky and they find like a military starter deck here or there. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's I, I went it's to Target like... Friday night and they had two film decks, two Navy decks, and then they did have a section for uh, blister packs mm -hmm. that were priced at MSRP, but it was cleaned oh, out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No shot those ever touched the shelves. Yeah. So. yeah. It's got to just got to be on it. Mm -hmm. it it's yep. crazy because I know a couple stores out here in the East Coast that they couldn't even they didn't even get the op2 yeah. yeah what they were what they were supposed to get right what they signed up for what they paid for but oh. the it, it's coming in i guess like in april or something like right they right. pushed it back because they didn't have enough to give everybody i'm yeah. just like yo why at is this, this point so you hard? you uh, bandai saw the release of op01 saw how popular it is how do you not plan for that at that point it was it too late or they I just kind of think part of it is it's a bit of a time crunch and frankly i think part of it is they don't care <laughs> i feel like i don't know if i'm just like you know beat up too many times by bandai but it feels like the entire north american market is like an afterthought to them i feel <laughs> yeah. like the care and consideration is just lost somewhere in the pacific ocean and like by the time it gets over here they're like Oh, whatever man you get what you get, get, what you get <laughs> and there's yeah. only like two places to get this the product from 
and that for like almost i think all of north america there's only two distributors that carry bandai product and like we switched from one to the other at, at my local store because the first one was just so bad at getting us a product and this other one is better and still we went from like dozens of boxes to like four because they were like sorry you're just not we're not getting as many as you ordered and it's like bro we have to order half a year in advance how how hard is it to print cards yeah like you are we already got our numbers in you know what the demand is how do you short us all by like a third it's absolutely wild but it's so wild and then and then in turn that lack of product is making the cards themselves hard to acquire because now people are selling them for a set price which is which is cool get your money get to your get to your bag i ain't hating on nobody get to your bag it makes opening it cool yeah it makes it it's it's definitely it's definitely a part of tcg but for players who like really can't afford it and want to play or for newcomers that don't want to spend that much money to build a deck but they want to get into and see how they want to play it yeah it's like we're kind of Restricting them from playing it because it's exactly. like, yo, I'm not paying all of this for well, a card. I don't know. Imagine a game. I don't think little I'm Timmy like. going to the store, seeing One Piece is coming out. Oh boy, I hope all my favorite Navy characters are, are in the game. And it's like, oh no, next set. But next yeah, set yeah. comes back to the store. Oh, everything is at least fifteen dollars a piece, <laughs> and I need a playset of it all. Yeah, and then I need four Kuzan who are sixty dollars a pop. Mm-hmm. Like, not happening. Yeah, it's... maybe four Christmases from now. Little Timmy will finally get to play. Uh... But like, yeah, I was talking with like my coworkers at the the store too, and it's just like, what do you do when someone comes in and says, "Hey, I want to try the One Piece card game." Right. And it's like, I hope you want the film starter deck. Yeah. Because <laughs> that is the only thing you you could buy two of those, and you can give it your best shot. But there's no other product available. Like maybe yeah. you can find someone who's like selling a box for like a couple hundred dollars, like. It's absolutely insane. And so even like, then, you're not going to get what you need to build a deck. Exactly. You're going to get that's whatever's just one box. In that box. Yeah. yeah. You're gonna get some of it. <laughs> you're going to get whatever's in that box, and you better hope it's purple. Because, yeah. again, the only starter deck that's available. You have to go on TCG and buy and right. afford right. I'm sure, pay I'm the sure prices that making, they're you know, for. their money. And so they're not completely sad. Like, what? Everything is sold out? What? Yeah. Oh, no. Like, <laughs> oh. Drying their eyes with like $100 <laughs> bills. Like, right. You know, but honestly, it's like like you're saying, right? They're winning in the short term, and you know the resellers and flippers are, are yeah. you, know, you know winning too. And are winning part. too. So you know, I mean, maybe they fix the problem, and and then the reselling values drop. So I mean, resellers do what you gotta do. I guess. I guess this is the time to do it. Yeah. It's the time to do it. Make your money, man, for real. Well, right. But, I just think there needs to be a, like a little bit better of like a, a happy medium, like I was yeah, saying, where definitely. where the resellers, you know what I mean? Like if you want to go hunt for boxes, and you know you know try to grab you know that that manga shanks or that manga ace you know what i mean whatever like that's where like the money's supposed to be at right, right or like right. the alt arts or whatever but like you guys are saying too like little team should have his chance too to grab yeah, that, yeah. that manga shanks and yeah. then you know maybe flip <laughs> because it for like everything our local for example we have a set number of players there's no way new players are getting in unless there's like some outlier who is going to buy singles on a singles website which is a crazy investment because you don't get to try the game yep. before that because right. there's no starter decks to buy, et cetera, et cetera. So, like, there's a set amount of players. And, like, say the weekly rolls around and, like, half of them are busy. That's too bad. You, that, you're that you good. You're going to get the same 10 guys no matter what. Because right. new players can't join unless, like, every new set comes out. They just buy as much as they can because they yeah. know there's going to be none available. Or you have a cool locals like ours. True. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> well, we let people borrow our decks. Right, right. right. A bit of an outlier, though, I'm sure, you know, like <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it's definitely, uh, 
one of the more annoying things. Just mm-hmm. put out some more product. I mean, easier said than done, right? Like I said, they've they've got logistics and figuring things. I know. Out it's before. like they have to put ink on cards. You know, <laughs> it's, it's a, a tall print order. Print a big sheet and yeah, cut them right? up. Right? Yeah. <laughs> if only they had a multinational company. <laughs> hey, I will say, like the printing and the cards. Oh, quality is fantastic. A one, A one, especially because yeah. like coming from Magic, their print quality has been shoddy at best and really bad in the last couple of years. I've never complained about the Bandai print quality, no. especially when the money cards come out. You can tell like the extra care was put in for yeah. sure. Yeah. So, uh, but don't think that I'm giving you too many compliments. I still hate, <laughs> I still hate Bandai. Make more cards. We'll right. throw you a bone every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Sandwich, you know? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that, that's a lot of good TCG points to hit on. Um, I think we're hitting like a pretty solid mark. I know Keith had a little bit of a oh, I do little I, video presentation. I do indeed. Actually, so you know how John showed us yesterday the or not yesterday yesterday <laughs> last time the uh, volume uh, trailer. There is another volume trailer for the volume beforehand that came out uh and i think i'm the only one that's seen that one so i guess we'll take a quick pause load that video up and you guys can uh, give it a view all right we're back for section three talking about the newest chapter just came out a few days ago and it is uh so spoilers for chapter keith 1078 1078 uh and it's a good one definitely don't want to get it spoiled because there is a a little bit of a twist we talked last episode about the uh among us section (laughs) of egghead and we finally got some oh man imposter has been revealed yeah uh not who i expected definitely i I will say that definitely the character in terms of in terms of the stellas my favorite design personally i love mm-hmm. i love large woman <laughs> very cool design the smartest very man in the bikini. world yeah <laughs> it was like well, i'm just gonna make a tall woman with little clothes what what is her uh her york york well i don't york but like the um, epithet whatever desire desire oh, okay mm-hmm. makes, makes sense. right right definitely makes sense uh and yeah that's actually why i thought the twist was kind of cool i was like oh perfect it you does know. it does make sense yeah, i, I want to be the big big dragon <laughs> such a cool little twist and honestly the the paneling on that last page so cool. oh it's fantastic so just cool. like squatting yeah squatting right. down and like i guess like the whole tall woman thing really played in because she really just like sc- like scoots down like, like you would talk to a child right yeah and just is like has the creepiest face it is it is very <laughs> good tons of malice definitely threw me off i thought it was daft punk yeah dude uh, like how are you going to design a character that looks so much like a villain <laughs> and then have them not be the he, villain? He is <laughs> the goodest of them all. Right, right. And also, uh, the other main suspect was Lilith because she's like... I feel like designed. Lilith is the most red herring of them all. Yeah, though. yeah. It, it is just, this is crazy woman who likes to fight people. Right. Oh, actually, I, I got something pointed out. There's a, a panel... In, uh, in this chapter where like cp i think five is coming to egghead mm-hmm. and uh they're talking to vega punk and shaka but in the background of that uh lilith is just like beating up one of the agents <laughs> <laughs> it's like very hidden but That's it's cool. it's sweet I, uh, Actually, like a couple issues ago when they had knocked out uh luchi and kaku mm-hmm. there's like a blink and you'll miss it panel of nami just absolutely kicking yeah. luchi oh, yeah. like, <laughs> Like while he's unconscious, I was like, "Damn, I love it." So yeah. they're—I mean, they're obviously all Vega punks, but it, again, mm-hmm. it just throws me off. I'm like, "How did she outsmart uh, again?" Ed, is it Edison who's a uh, Daft Punk? Yeah. Oh no, Shaka. That's Shaka. That's Shaka. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, 
again, he just seemed like, you know what I mean, next tier oh, level yeah, like, right, thinker right. or something. But I mean, I guess maybe we'll see how, how it happened, how she was betrayed. She also like guy. definitely is the most unassuming of them all. Most of the right, time that you right. see her, she's just eating. Or she's just hanging it, out, yeah. Living like a celestial dragon probably. Yeah. Anyway. yeah. Right, right. That's actually a good point. <laughs> she was like, you know what? Kind of rules. Yeah. Right. <laughs> trying to do this a little bit more. Uh, but it's so super interesting too because uh, I've seen some some discourse, I guess, on either side of the One Piece fandom who are like, this is exciting. And the other half are like, this is boring. And I'm just like, I don't know, man. I'm Maybe I'm just One Piece pilled all the way but like it's cool i like i i could not be more egghead brained i love egghead are 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 up there you know like it doesn't uh, it's hard for the stakes to feel exciting at this point in the story because kaido had like this huge build-up for such a long time and i'm a big kaido fan uh and then luffy did that and now there are some fans yeah. who are kind of like iffy on it because uh, like kaido is painted as like the world's strongest creature which I feel like some people kind of forget is just like this poetic uh, sort of subtitle, like an exaggeration. Like you know? like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so now people are like, well, he beat Kaido. Like everything else is boring now. And also, you know, like the power scaling discussion is all out of whack too because Luffy is just like a funny little guy now. But, but I think, I think, um, like you said, the people are, that are hating on like it being boring now are saying that this egg, the egghead, uh, arc is 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 weird and boring mm-hmm. i think this is also oda fan servicing those people who think that way like yes luffy is very strong now. yeah yeah mm-hmm. he you definitely know? has those so moments, instead yeah. of just making more big fights right let me switch it up yeah yeah and let's just have this whole among us right i'm gonna have you thinking and let's play a game with it yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and i think that that in itself is cool as fuck like mm-hmm. It's a different outtake, of, and, and that's why I love Oda, man. Like, that's, he's the GOAT. Right, right. It's like, yo. He can write. We, he could have he just went to more fighting. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Which, yes, there's fighting in it, but now now it's like, we already know that Luffy's not just going to lose to anybody. Right, right. So, mm-hmm. switching it up and, and playing around with this dynamic of characters mm-hmm. and sto- and switching the storyline a little bit. I think is is an interesting way to keep the story going without right, like right. while I, while still addressing the power gaps. That's mm-hmm. true. I, that's why I actually like how the Rob Lucci fight was written, where it's like it didn't just it, it wasn't like Bellamy, where he, yep. he, he didn't just punch him and it was over. But you could tell he was goofing around, having fun with it, uh, and and definitely kind of press that issue of like, no, I'm I'm a lot stronger now. Like, don't even worry about it. <laughs> <And> <laughs> I, think, it was cool. I think a lot of the. Uh, uneasiness is just comes like in like real life too right mm-hmm. we we kind of don't know where the story is going right now right in, in yeah. the sense of we all kind of had this idea of what one piece like the world was mm-hmm. right like mm-hmm. we, where we lived like in this fantasy world and then all of a sudden that kind of got flipped on its head in, on egghead island where it's like that's we're actually point. We're, we're kind of in a sci-fi world right, post-apocalyptic right. sci-fi yeah, world yeah. where we also do like a hive mind thing potentially yeah, yeah. and like dna splicing and yeah. so that's actually a really good point too because early in the arc i think people already forgot about it remember they find like that robot and right it's like oh no this is actually from the ancient kingdom yes and you're like, right oh, but it's sci-fi, and it's right? Like, exactly. Now we're oh, getting somewhere. Wow. There's some some mystery. I still. just uh, the talk about the robot. The whole yeah. thing with that it was like it was supposed to like climb the red line and like go to Marie Joel, right? That's mm-hmm. what Kuma's doing that right now. True. He's got. He's very. Ooh. 
What? Also, there was like a there was a random panel too of Bonnie still just going through it right yeah. in this yeah, chapter. Right as, end, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's pretty interesting. So that's that's I'm I'm excited to see more Kuma backstory. Mm-hmm. What's going on with that? Uh, I'm very excited though. My biggest takeaway from the chapter wasn't the chapter itself, but the cover story. Oh I, yeah, yeah. The, the foundation of <laughs> the Neo Mads, yeah. uh, Judge and um, Caesar teaming up. Very excited to see what they're going to do. I really, really hope that this is a, an opening to bring Queen back into the story yeah, in some way. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Just hot Queen. Oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Shinobu can do it. He's, like, can, yeah. <laughs> He's like, I need to become popular. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind, of, kind of tying in uh, the cover story with the current story. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Crazy theory, crazy theory. I mean, maybe it's already out there, but at least for me, I'm, I'm not digging out there for like the super mm-hmm. one piece crazy theory right, right. because there's so many and you can get oh, yeah, stuck yeah. in a rabbit hole right. oh, yeah. but here, let's just add one more to the list right uh i think sanji might have some uh lunarian blood mixing with him Dude. or something like that some sort I, of extra i have been hearing whispers and it definitely i could see it i could definitely see it well i've been thinking of like tons of crazy upgrades for the for the straw hats right mm-hmm. and i'm like Again, maybe I'm just going full Lunarian out for everyone because I'm like <laughs> him and Luffy. Like, what is their firepower? Like, where does that yeah, come right, from? Right. Some might people yeah. like think I, again. I, you, again, we have all the crazy. I mean, we've just after, accepted right? it for right. so long yeah, now. It's yeah, just yeah. being a thing. Red but Hawk now just yeah, happens, but and it, no one, no one. But it was twice. never explained. Like, yeah. I think with Luffy, at least they explained. Like, especially it's with like Gear friction, Two, right? like it's just a friction of yeah. the rubber, and he's just getting hot there. Is it? Th- but but it, for Sanji, he's literally he was a rubber rubber man for how long? Yeah, you know what I mean. So. It's interesting. It it's so hard though because like Sanji's been around for so long, and the fact that you're still finding new stuff ab- about him in like pr- actually pretty much every arc, like right, yeah. as recently as Wano, uh, it's it's pretty it's pretty interesting how it's like a hidden thing for a character who is so very present in the story. Mm-hmm. You're still finding right. new stuff about. Him. So I like, mean, it's, I was just kind of thinking, what's what's so. The reason why I'm, I'm so quick to jump on the Lunarian hat for that is, you know, we've seen the Lunarian blood basically make you right, in, right. invincible, right? Yeah, yeah. What, obviously, more, like, tropey can you get, but Zoro being the ultimate sword and Sanji being the ultimate shield for Luffy, like, yeah. come mm-hmm. on. That, that, Absolutely. That's yeah. Well, dude, I mean, he's taken uh, hits from S-Shark this chapter, just standing still, smiling, right, right. cigarette still in mouth. Right. Yeah, he's, a, he's a beast now. Yeah, but it's crazy. true. I, it's true. I can see the Sanji because if he was, a, he, well, not if, he's an ex, he was experimented. He's an experiment product of his father's. Right? Right, yes, right. yeah. So maybe he was experimenting with Lunarian Perhaps, blood. Yeah, no, exactly. So it makes no sense. No Vegapunk did, yeah. obviously. Yeah. So it definitely makes sense because they never explain like Sanji's just turning his leg on fire right right they know, yeah. they, you know what I'm saying I don't they're, care how many times you can step in yeah. one place and not yeah, turn yeah. your well, leg dude, on he's, fire he's not it's not friction he's he's going like this it's staying yeah, still yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> very much in the air not touching yeah. <laughs> which I don't know I, I could definitely see that is one of the most plausible like things so yeah two Lunarians on the Straw Hats one Lunarian which one is it is it, Lo- is it Luffy is it is it Sanji I don't, I don't know Sanji I would definitely climb almost, on that Sanji train yeah you know, uh, I think, I, I'm I think believer. that's I'm Luffy still... Luffy is like so anomalous to me because like we talked about it before how like Naruto messed up mm. right and Naruto at some point had this narrative of like no matter where you come from or who you are you can make it happen uh, and then it turns out Naruto is Jesus. Yeah. And so like Luffy, <laughs> yeah, Luffy already does have like a solid lineage, but at the same time, like it hasn't mattered. No. 
And so I'm interested, like, I don't know if it would do, be a disservice to the story or not to be like, oh, actually, he is he was a chosen some sort of chosen time. one for some reason. I mean, well, I could definitely see that. his mother is. Yeah. That's true. Well, I'm waiting for that does SBS, bro. Does he have a mom? Yeah. Like, maybe he was, you know what I mean, a clone. That's very I mean? true. Like, who knows? Maybe yeah. he was. You know what I mean? Maybe, again, that's why maybe his mom is like something, you know? Maybe Naruto. she's half Blue Mary. And again, maybe that's part of the other reason why, again, to go back to like our last little discussion which is why maybe one of the reasons why you might not love one piece right now in the current state because like everything is cloned this clone that now yeah. or like you can potentially you know fill every gap now right. oh that was a clone or that oh, was it's actually a time traveling clone yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> so, you know what i mean why not a little bit of both? we also uh, don't fully understand the will of d quite yet so right, right. hopefully it does not become oh the d's are the chosen ones and they were supposed to save us the whole time i think they kind of touched on that sort of when Vegapunk had an, a chapter of exposition about devil fruits. Yes, yep, yep, yep. And also hockey. And there's sort of this like parallel narrative of like devil fruits being like desires and mm -hmm. hopes, and then hockey being like the actual drive and ambition uh, and how those kind of interact. And we also, while that chapter was happening, had the devil fruit and hockey interaction on like winter island with blackbeard and law mm -hmm. and so i'm wondering if there's something to be said there or if it'll be like cool and poetic as, as the series ends i think we might kind of get our answer soon on yeah Head island. maybe Probably, maybe yeah. maybe because again my one thing i was kind of thinking about is how to how did the straw hats get out of here or get out of these like they've been trying situations. yeah the Dude, seraphims th been this one yeah, yeah left and right and so obviously we know like the one weakness is the sea stone prism or, mm -hmm. and yep. uh stussy's lipstick right like potentially could come and bail them out maybe mm -hmm. maybe vegapunk has some other sea stone weapons that can you know bail them out but so far in the story <laughs> i think the only other thing that we've seen that can really trump a really really powerful devil fruit user is a really really powerful hockey user mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and right now the the two most powerful uh users that we see or that are on our side straw mm -hmm. hats you know uh luffy and zoro right mm -hmm. right uh so one i'm hoping maybe like, i've been waiting for that one too right what what is what's up with zoro's eye like how, does that mean something or get to do something yeah. you know what i mean uh you know maybe he gets a review i will say i i think uh jay garcia coming is gonna be a, a lot to do with what you were talking about with the hockey and like that whole thing of desire and ambition mm -hmm. i feel like he can set, shed some light on on that that's also like a can of worms too because there is a big turning point on like all right so who's left in the series obviously blackbeard obviously mm -hmm. the uh, not even the admiral so much as uh, uh sakazuki specifically right yep. and then like shanks perhaps is involved in some way and uh the gorose and yep. emu right okay so like all of those people like who's the final bad yeah <laughs> like and there's so much like are the are the elder stars going to be just like nobodies can they fight who knows and if so like why <laughs> like it's gonna be so interesting to see I'm how all that now, shakes white out white is not the bad guy Whitebeard or Blackbeard? Blackbeard. 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 Yeah. Blackbeard. Blackbeard. They're gonna. Oda's gonna do something. The only plotting he's doing is his grave. Even plot, though, bro. even though Luffy hates Blackbeard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Blackbeard is gonna have a turning point where I think like him and Luffy are gonna fight the main bad together. 
That's going to be like, interesting. They'll go after yeah. Emu, and then yeah, like, once that is settled, they fight each other. And then there's like, thing. There's like yeah. two people that Luffy hates, and he's one of them. So oh, you know, really interesting. You could kind of get a, a God Valley parallel where Luffy and yeah, yeah. and Blackbeard team up to fight Emu instead of. It's uh, like he has oh. to, and they're making he's making it so that Luffy hates Blackbeard. So the team up is just that more unexpected, but that more like controversial when they actually that would team be up because it's like yo be Luffy wild. hates Luffy yeah. don't hate anybody but Luffy hates Blackbeard yeah there's no reason for them to work mm-hmm. with each other unless so I, feel, I feel like making that happen is gonna be such a like can you imagine how the fans would feel because obviously everyone's like oh Roger is Luffy and Garp is Kobe and Blackbeard is Rocks mm-hmm. right. and then they're like actually it's all wrong <laughs> it's actually Luffy and Blackbeard are teaming up yep uh, that would be wild, dude. I would I, be... I don't think Kobe's on the Garp level of yeah. And honestly, that. I don't like driving that parallel into the ground. I feel yeah. like half of the story is about the new agents not being hung up on the old age of yes. pirates yeah. anyway. So obviously the parallels are fine and interesting, but I don't feel like they have to do beat for beat. Yeah, there's the no reason thing. for it to be one to one. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I'll, I'm excited to see how that shakes out too. I mean, it's just. It I think feels it's so real now. I think it's mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. But well, I still, that being said, the, the day Blackbeard comes out here talking about some room shambles, yeah. <laughs> I'm done with one piece. Oh, and mm-hmm. like, that's the other thing too, is Blackbeard, I feel like, is setting up for this very obvious, like, narrative point, speaking to the devil fruit and hockey sort of, you know, axis, is like, Luffy gets this cool devil fruit, all of a sudden, is that like where he gets all of his power from? Blackbeard will obviously turn the devil fruit off, and then it'll be like, no, the devil fruit doesn't matter. You know, Luffy just has so much hockey, oh, yeah, so much ambition, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, I think I think that could definitely be the thing because he he is so resilient, does not take a fight laying down. Right. He will always get back up, always push. So I think that could definitely be a thing. And I think he's definitely getting stronger with his devil fruit because like, oh yeah, the, yeah. what it was it the Rio? Yep. Yeah, yeah, like he he used that. Right before Gear Five, that's what he was really fighting with against. Kyle. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it's like the the Devil Fruit adds to it. But I think if he fights Blackbeard and Blackbeard t- Blackbeard takes away the Devil Fruit, right? I think for sure, like he's still yeah. a strong fighter. Yeah. Also, real quick, I want to go back to Egghead because okay, yeah. I think this is taking into account the raid. This is the worst we've seen the Straw Hats in a while. It, like this, this chapter specifically, Usopp's in a in stone. Oh yeah, Frankie's half stone. Half stone. Yeah, uh, they're all split up. Right. I I feel more afraid for them right now than I ever have. Interesting. In, during the raid, especially yeah. with the return of the narrator, right, um, right. saying you know the the egghead event, the the I world really will remember. So it's like I am actually kind of scared for where the Straw Hats will end up at now, the end of this arc. Would you put this closer to like Marine Ford or would you put it closer to like Saba Odi when we first met the Pacifista? I, Saba Odi was definitely worse. I, I think because in terms of, of Straw Hats as a whole, because not every, only Luffy was associated with Marine Ford. Because um, I think at this point he is, he could take on Kizaru when Kizaru arrives. I think Luffy versus Kizaru, fine. You but think so? You think he's ready for a, for Admiral now? I I, uh, I I think not. When I say fine, I don't mean he's gonna, gonna wash like, him. Yeah, yeah, right. It's it's gonna be an uphill battle, but I think he can take it. Mm. Just on a one on one. Fair enough. Uh, but I just to speak on that real quick. Yeah, I think he probably can. Obviously, but main, I would main character plot yeah, armor. Yeah, so but I would yeah. be sad because the 
like the government specifically has had so little teeth throughout mm-hmm. the series. Obviously, Marine barring Marineford, I would be so sad if they finally do send the big like the big guy and he still just gets beat up. I will like, say, what, where's the so suspense? I, I think he is going to be the number two. I think Garcia is going to be the the guy okay, to be okay. in this situation. But Kizaru is kind of being set up to fail because early on in Egghead we do see technology that Vegapunk has developed yeah, that lets the them Chekhov's just interact gun, dude. light. And also so to be fair, they, they they also set it up for him to take like a, a soft loss. Yeah, yeah. In the sense of when he sees oh I can send tomorrow, mm-hmm. for example, mm-hmm. like all beat up and whatever, he knows what side he's you know what I mean? Right, is the right. right side if you would. So he's like, no. Oh we, we all we all we all know Kizaru like, yes, he he hasn't necessarily show him that he's part of the absolute justice right yeah, like yeah. you know what i mean like he's dude i don't think he's gonna give a shit right about yeah. tomorrow to be honest i think he's just gonna keep doing what he's been told to do yeah i yeah i i don't think him seeing centamaro beat up, i think he will kill centamaro in a heartbeat interesting. if if come to blows if that is his order he will do it interesting That's that is interesting my take. bet okay okay i'm excited to see that yeah. All, all of it. Just be, yeah. like go all out. Okay. Oh, dude, needs. I... I mean, he he has been cool throughout the series. He got to beat everybody up in Saba Odi the first time. He didn't do a whole lot. I mean, no one did a whole lot during Marine Ford, but I would really love to see him on like the opposite side of the situation where it's like Borsalino against like 50,000, you know, like pirates or 100,000 oh, pirates mm-hmm. and he just goes like yellow flash on yeah, everybody. Dude. You know what I mean? Just He he is so cool. I love Borsalino a lot. He's he's a sweet character. Um, but yeah, back to the whole Sabaody thing. I think Sabaody was a much more perilous situation, or at least uh, for the time and what it seemed like. Like, you know, everyone was like flying away left and right. It's so hopeless. Right, right. Um, I think we're definitely at a better place than that right now, but I think it could get to a spot where like everyone's split up, everyone's fighting in a very perilous situation where it could get to be Sabaody bad. Yeah, I mean... I think it's possible. They've been trying to escape, but, like, Robin is being led to the basement. Yep. A handful of them are stone or half stone. Yep. Luffy is... Luffy, Zoro, and Kaku and Luchi are fighting two Seraphim that are just not dying at all. Like, yeah. It's not even like it's a difficult match for them, but they can't stop them, Yeah, which is pretty treacherous. I will you know? say the... So I, I was watching, was I watching a video? It was either a video or a, a Twitter post that I saw that uh, spoke of this where the flames do go out on the, the S's, but it's only when they use their devil fruits. Right, right. So that that's like the only time that they'll get an opportunity to attack, but they could just choose not to do yeah. that at and all. Then, like S Shark only uses his devil fruit when he's in the ground, yeah. so they can't really hit him there. And then like uh, Hawk doesn't ever, I don't think. Yeah, he doesn't need to. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. He did it when he used uh, number twos, uh, or Mr. One. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, Daz Bones. Yep. Yeah. Just to show off. He's like, yeah, I can right. do this. Yeah. Let me not use my sword. Let me turn into a sword. Yeah. <laughs> right. Such a cool devil fruit to give to the world's greatest swordsman. Right, right. right. So you know, sick. But... Just in case you get caught without your sword, right? Right. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> or, you know, if you're in one of those classic anime clashes where you're just holding swords against each other, you're <laughs> like, I actually have a lot more swords. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Hold on. But it's it's so exciting, man. I'm I'm getting a little worried, getting a little uh, I don't know, just very. It's 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 I'm nervous. I'm yeah, <laughs> like definitely. the narrator. The, like the stakes said, are definitely is, high. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're not in a situation that it's like you can feel like Luffy can just you know one shot his way out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like everyone getting turned into stone right now. Like that's something they got to deal with, right? Right, like, right. 
we learned with um with Boa previously with Blackbeard that apparently even if they were to kill um sorry what's snake, right? snake yeah. right yeah a snake like right. they wouldn't go back to normal yeah. so yeah. like they had to figure out a way to get her to willingly and all of that while there's this pressing issue of uh who knows how many ships coming to egghead yeah right. like right. The, yeah, that's the thing too no. is like yeah luffy's super powerful now but he has to look after so many people and they're all being attacked by at so many different sides and they they have no idea what's coming too they just think it's it's the the seraphim and cypherpole zero who are now on our side for a little bit but i don't know should be very cool it's gonna be cool and uh is it break week or no i don't know i don't think so i hope not because i want to find out now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll be back to talk about that issue as well and oh, uh, yeah. what are we doing on time actually it's a good question Ooh, all right we're actually just about there so wow any other fun little topics you want to talk about that new issue closing thoughts closing Mm. thoughts perhaps i heard one thing that maybe y'all would like to hear uh but there is a throwaway line a few chapters back where atlas mentions offhandedly that uh atlas has the ability to change shape yes yeah so yeah it is just a throwaway line that is very possible where Looks like York. So York, who was stone previously. Yes, that is true. Now not stone. Atlas can change shapes. Hmm. 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 Could could potentially just not be York at all. Perhaps. Could just be a setup. Who knows? Not me, but I thought it was pretty interesting. That is that that, is a very good point to bring up. Yeah. So Odo, why do you do this? I know. (laughs) (laughs) He. I thought he was good at writing action, and now here I am, like on this who done it for the last who knows how many weeks, like. Good stuff, man. And you know what? It's it's a nice like break in the meta story of One Piece to just, I mean, because it feels like Wano went on for years, and it feels like it was fight after fight, and I loved all of it. Don't get it twisted, but I kind of like not having to do a fight every week. And this, yeah. I mean, not my there, there's still a lot of fighting, but it kind of slowed down. There's still some dialogue, new exploration, which we haven't had in a long time. Yep in a very different it really place. it does it does feel like that core of adventure we're getting a yeah. lot more uh, crew interactions than we have in the past True. because everyone's back together gets to banter well not now but yeah. <laughs> it, we were getting a lot of that early on i th- there's just one panel from early egghead that i really love of luffy just holding the stag beetle to bonnie and just yeah. be like bonnie check this out yeah. and chopper's just like this, that's not the time for yeah. this <laughs> i just i love that love panel that some good stuff yeah I, I think that's it for me i don't think i have any more uh talking points about you guys i think we kind of covered it sweet all right well sick thank you all for tuning in you heard us air our grievances with the tcg <laughs> uh did a little uh catching up on some trailers that we missed and of course some new chapter recap uh we'll be back with some more funny little talking points next time and until then we'll be seeing you goodbye peace